Hello listeners, welcome to the Ijanoclast. I'm your host, John A. Lancaster. For today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the streak of hypocrisy that's run amok through today's prominent politicians. Recently, the mayor of Denver, Michael B. Hancock, was caught flying to a family Thanksgiving event right after he cautioned the citizens of his jurisdiction to sacrifice family gatherings at their Thanksgiving events. And this is not uncommon amongst our noble public servants. Earlier this year, there were two events that come to mind. One involved Nancy Pelosi getting her hair done at a San Francisco salon and violating that salon's restrictions. And another one involved the Chicago mayor, Lori Lightfoot, receiving a haircut right after haircuts were determined to be a danger of spreading COVID-19. The general public was outraged, to say the least, regarding these acts of hypocrisy, and rightfully so. Their elected officials made a conscious decision to blatantly disregard the health measures they so staunchly touted. But are these hypocritical acts really shocking? Is it really mind-boggling to view the double standard of politicians in action? Of course not. Think about it like this. Government officials receive their money through coercion. That is taxation. Anyone who decides not to pay taxes will face either prison or death. Because the only way to avoid prison is to combat the U.S. government. And with the overwhelming firepower that one will face in trying to combat the government, it's almost certain that they will face death. So you either pay your taxes or you go to prison or face death. This ensures that plenty of citizens provide their money for the government, again, via coercion. And considering this payment method of public officials, it's practically impossible to boycott them as one would boycott a private business. If the CEO of some high-powered, popular, financially well-off company decides to commit an act that runs afoul of the moral sensibilities of the public, well, then people can simply not buy their goods. And this, of course, would mean less money for the company, a lower standard of living for the CEO, and it would prompt some sort of recompense for the egregious act, lest the company suffers great financial loss. That's impossible when taxes are legally mandated. To attempt such a thing would mean incurring a criminal record. In fact, the only surefire method that the public has to combat such egregious behavior of public officials is simply to vote them out of office. Now, if the public official has reached their last term, given what office they have, that option's not available. But even so, 
when you're dealing with a politician, you're dealing with a person who has the ability to funnel taxes towards projects that at least theoretically benefit a particular group of people. So if the politician in question commits an offensive act, there is always the option of touting a particular policy that influences their voting base to continue supporting them. And mind you, this does not take a great amount of resourcefulness because the politicians don't use their own personal money. They use the money coerced from the public, which again is guaranteed via coercion. They are not putting their own personal fortunes on the line. They're putting the collective money of the people on the line. So it makes those sort of promises convenient in such a matter if the record of flagrant disregarding of their own laws comes into play in the future. But suppose this isn't enough. Suppose that there are no other channels that the politician can look towards to amend their dishonesty. Well, there's always the possibility of impeachment in certain cases, but the impeachment process is always ran through the bureaucratic channels of the government, which means in order to impeach a politician, there needs to be a lot of work, practically all the work, done by those who are employed in the state apparatus. Which means if the offending action is not of a great offense to the bureaucrats that pervade the particular political institution, then impeachment will not happen. When you take these factors into consideration, it becomes painfully obvious that there is an incredibly low penalty for hypocrisy amongst political leaders. When these factors are coupled with the charisma and deceitfulness inherent in those who are attracted to the lucrative underhanded dealings that politics can afford, as well as the arrogance associated with those who have a desire to rule over their fellow citizen and engineer the conduct of their fellow citizens, disregarding self-limiting edicts is practically inevitable. And there is not much one can do about that. People can hope for some morally upright superman or a pure-hearted lioness of a woman to take office, but hope does not undo the inherent incentives that attract scoundrels. If the same incentives, or lack thereof, depending on what course of action we're assessing, are in place, then the same results will occur. Given the situation, there are only two options. One, do away with the apparatus. Or two, get used to it. That's it for this episode of the Ijonoclast. The relevant links are in the description. If you enjoyed this episode, you can help out by leaving a like, sharing on social media, and spreading the word. If you are interested in more of my work, you can find it at my website, 
johnalancaster.com on my links page, which is also provided in the description. Thank you for listening. God bless.